Welcome back to the Melon Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. In front of me, you may know him as video man Randy Savage. Randy Trembacki's in the building. Randy, what's going on? Hello. Hello, Brett. How are you doing this fine Friday morning? I am. I feel um, the last couple days have felt time crunched for me. If You know what I'm saying? You know when you're just, there's not enough hours in the day to do everything you need to do? You did just move. I and did. You were, you've been, you've been a busy boy this week. That has been a major part of it, and it's also a major part of the reason that this is coming out on Friday this week. Um, so thanks for bearing with us. There will be. This is this is the last knock on wood foreseeable thing that I'll be doing that involves me not releasing the mail on Thursday. But you never know, Randy. You you never know at this point. So never know. Uh, moving's fun. No, it isn't. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It, not moving. Pardon my French. Moving fucking sucks, Randy. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Pardon your French, man. A minute 21 and we drop in F-bombs. Wow, we, um, good thing. I mean, there's no video today, if anyone was wondering, because I'm on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I would have to put that as the high profanity mark in the ad check right there at the beginning, because you're just dropping it right in the first couple minutes. First couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try to hold off on those, but th- I think it's a deserved F-bomb. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel you there. Uh, thank you for the boxes, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. Did you enjoy? I was I was hoping that you were going to start posting uh, just the the different labels that me and my roommate put on those boxes on uh, on the on the timeline. There we, were some we yeah. Did. There were some funny ones like bowls because we burn. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Oh. So did you did you order those like the, those boxes came to you flat? Yeah, and they had to be taped together. Yes. Okay, so that's that was huge. I didn't have to do any of yeah, that. Yeah, that's why that's why I kept them around because I was like, all right. You even said that you didn't even know if you needed them. Like, well, they're here, and I re—I already packaged them for you, so I'll keep them up because folding them and taping them—that's—that's that's another part of moving that sucks. Yeah. So, so you—you uh, were right. I did need them, and I'm forever in your debt, Randy. Forever in my debt. I think I did 15 boxes. I think I told you you could be out of my debt if you just give me 1,000 smackaroos. Smackaroos. What's the dollar equivalent to a smackaroo? It's isn't one for one. <laughs> okay, so one thousand dollars. It's just a sin. Well, guess who doesn't have a thousand dollars anymore? Because is your estimate? Because <laughs> my estimate. That's my shower thoughts. Anyway, you may be wondering what is the mail in podcast. We do our best to answer your questions. That's pretty much it. You may run into situations in your twenties or thirties that you need help with, and we are here to do just that. Randy, get a laugh in. Maybe walk away with something useful. How about that? How can you help us out? Tell a friend. It's the easiest way to get into Washed Media because you don't need to know who we are. You just need to know the questions and send them to your friends. Be like, hey, these guys are just idiots in their late 20s. You don't need to know who Dylan is, Dave, circling back, Washed. They're just questions. It's an unbiased third party to help you through your questions. We're your internet consultants. Yes. Tell a friend, like I just said. Uh, Cinema Clipper, a segment that made sense, and subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify. Hit the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245, or you can write in the, the link in the Twitter bio. Randy, before we get going, oh, excuse me, at Melon Podcast, before we get going, since you've been on this podcast before, I won't ask your screen name, but I will ask the question we ask uh, recurring guests. Ooh. If you were to start Randy's food truck, what would it be and why? Or what, what cuisine would you do? Ooh, man. I am a noted just, you know, baked chicken and rice guy. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not a culinary expert, but I could. I could if I really wanted to. But uh, you're, I I mean, have, it's like, not like you're 
you are making the food. You can be the proprietor, like Randy's Food Truck LLC, where somebody else makes it. But what would you want to be served at your food truck? I clearly have a big, uh, big background in sandwiches through all my Jimmy John's stuff. So uh-huh. I might want to do that. But I think I, I might like. I, I don't think a dessert food truck would do well, but I think I might go more towards that. Maybe, maybe all there, boom, together, dessert sandwiches. Dessert sandwiches. Like, of course, you know, you have your classic ice cream sandwich. I don't know why I said it, pronounced it like that, ice cream sandwich. Right. You just want an ice cream truck. You want yeah. one that rides around with <laughs> with songs. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, my food truck is an ice cream truck. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying to look up where the word smackaroo came from because now I want to know what the entomology or what is. Okay. Is. No, I, I'm, I'm holding your feet to the fire on, on dessert sandwiches. What, how do you build, are you thinking literally just ice cream sandwiches or chip witches or? No, like a, a, a gourmet peanut butter and jelly, but like a fried one with like, with like powdered sugar, oh. you got ice cream sandwiches, you could have like. Funnel a, cake sandwich? Funnel cake sandwich. Donut sandwiches are all the rage Donut now. Have you seen those breakfast sandwiches? Um, what else? What else? What is, what is another dessert? Like pie sandwiches. I don't know how you would go about that, but like a lemon meringue sandwich. I don't know how it would work, but I'll figure it out. That's what food, that's the best thing about food trucks. Man, Randy's cholesterol rolling around with the with the homies. Cholesterol rolling around the food truck. Maybe that's maybe that's the name of the food truck. Cholesterol rolling. Goodness, I don't know if that plays. Uh, you know, I don't know. How about a question, Randy? Let's do it. Hey, mail in crew. I was recently invited to a friend's wedding and didn't receive a plus one. My fiance doesn't want me to go because she's offended by not receiving the plus one. Even though she has never met the couple since they are friends from college and people have been getting together less due to the pandemic. The wedding's in town, so I figured this would essentially be the same as having a guy's night out, which have been rare for me. Is she right to ask me to decline the invite? What do you think is the etiquette when you don't receive a plus one when engaged slash married? I appreciate the help. Man, that is... Uh... Yikes! <laughs> I Sounds like you no, are I on a leash. Situation. Uh, yeah, I... this one's easy for me you go to the wedding and say that's my friends from college like sorry you didn't get a plus one i get that they'll like when you're engaged there is sort of this unspoken like you should get the plus one because it's not just a long-term girlfriend not just a short-term girlfriend boyfriend whoever so your fiance yeah if you have a fiance the unspoken rule is to it is to invite them but like you're not not going to the wedding because she didn't get the invite I think that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, also, you never know with, like, weddings. People are planning, like, they just might want a smaller and more intimate yeah. thing. And, and no, weddings I, are I expensive that. for people. Like, if you've never met these folks, 150 bucks a plate, like, hey, it's in town. It's a guy's night out, essentially, like you said. I'll be back after the reception. I don't I, – I think she's crazy to be mad at this. I could see the dis- – I, 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 I could see her, her – her side of it and why she would be upset because like if you're getting invited to a wedding, you're still your friends from college. The people should know like enough, be in your life enough to know that you have a fiance and that you should get a plus one. Like me, I'm not getting plus one. Like no, no, like even my closest friends, like, like I think they've even asked, like, do you want a plus one? I'm like, no, Randy, no, Randy don't, runs stag. Don't waste it. Yeah, don't waste that on me. You know, why bring sand to the beach? You know what I'm saying? Hey, oh, oh, oh hit the sun button. I don't have, I don't have those. <laughs> no, but like, but it's your fiance. I, I see getting mad at the situation, but just straight up 
saying, hey, you're not going to, I don't want you to go to your friend's wedding because I wasn't invited is kind of selfish. Yeah, that's the overreaction. I get the being bummed about not being invited when it's a fiance because that goes against the rule. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, uh, I should have said, I think it's, it's not crazy that she's mad at this. It's crazy that she's like, don't go to that. Yeah. You got to, I, if this happens to me on the other foot, I'm like, okay, I didn't get invited. Uh, I have never met these people. Go have fun. See you later. Right? Like, I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't and know. honestly, like. I don't know how you, you approach this because it doesn't sound like she's going to be very receptive to anything you tell her. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say this is on the, the bride and the groom, but it kind of is. But also, you're really close friends from college. You didn't get plus one. You st- I, I would still go. And I would just deal with the fallout later. You know, clearly, there's no right solution to this. She's going to be mad. She's going to be mad either way. Either way. So it's a, if it's a lose-lose, pick the more fun option, right? What? Wait till. <laughs> what, yeah. Wait till you guys get married, <laughs> and and then she's like, "No, we're not inviting them." Yeah. Like that's going to be a fun conversation down the road. There's her retribution when you go to the wedding, and you you don't invite your boy. Be like, "Yeah, sorry, dude, I I can't. <laughs> my wife, my fiance won't let me." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Poor guy. I feel for him. You know what he could do, though, if he doesn't uh, go to that wedding? He made some, made some meats you at his crib. You were just king of transitions in the ad reads. <laughs> uh, it's a segue, Randy. Either way. Do you know how to spell segue? Um, S-E-G-W-A-Y. I'm assuming that's no. not correct. That's the noun. Like as in the... the, the well, I guess the the the, I guess, yeah, that's the, that's the bike. That's it's the a bike. That, that's the thing that Malk... A, a vehicle? Yeah, vehicle. I don't know if what you would consider that. S e g u e r santé de butcher box is uh, has been an integral part of my life over the last couple of months, Randy. You know why? Because their meats are phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Be prepared for whatever life throws your way with high quality meat delivered right to your door whenever you need it, because it's a great tasting meal that you can trust. And butcher box is in your corner for all of those meals. They make it easy. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat of your choosing. Options like, boom, 100% grass-fed and finished beef. Boom, free-range organic chicken. Even They gave me a whole chicken. Randy, they gave me a whole-ass chicken. A whole chicken? A whole-ass chicken. <laughs> a whole uh, chicken. Humanely raised pork, wild-caught lobster tails, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and sugar-free bacon. The lobster tails are chilling in my freezer right now, ready to be devoured. So they only catch the tail, huh? Come on, Randy. <laughs> Come on, Randy. Uh, I've had the salmon. I've had the pork. I've had the ground beef. I have not had the steak tips yet, which are in my freezer, ready to be devoured. And in my new place, I have grills. I was a little, That was about to be my question. I have grills that I'm, I'm psyched to get some meats on. Propane? I don't know. I've never tried them yet. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, clearly if you're grilling and meeting all this stuff, charcoal's the way to go. But propane's just so much more convenient and whatnot. My guess, based on the the fact that they're community grills, is that it's propane. They could be both. I mean, my old place be. had both, and my current place has both. Look at that. Look at you, Randy. Yeah. Look, go, go off. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Look thought. at us. There's no better feeling than knowing you can skip the grocery store because there's a variety of butcher box meat already waiting for you in the freezer. Here's the offer. Today's sponsor, Butcher Box, is offering listeners of the Mail-In Podcast ground beef for life. For life? For life. For a limited time, Butcher Box is giving new members of Butcher Box two pounds of free ground beef in every order for the life of your membership. That's like 
give or take six burgers. One-handed burgers? Sure. Or tacos. Well, Probably more than way more than six you tacos. You can even take and put it in like uh, lasagna. Imagine lasagna has ground beef, right? Imagine so it can. Well, yeah. Imagine you, you never have to shop for ground beef again because it comes in your butcher box every month. Here's the process. Once you're signed up, choose your box and delivery frequency. They offer five boxes, four of which are curated box options, as well as the popular custom box, so you get exactly what you and your family love. ButcherBot ships your order frozen at peak freshness and packed in a 100% recyclable box. Shipping is always free. You enjoy great tasting, high-quality meat delivered right to your door. This is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again. That's right. ButcherBot is giving new members of uh, free ground beef for life. Sign up at butcherbots.com slash mail-in and get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership. Again, that's butcherbots.com slash mail-in to claim this deal. Let's go. Are you are you claiming that deal, Randy? I am claiming that deal. And I, a little quick Google search, lasagna can, yes, does have meat sauce. So ground beef, it, so you can it, make some lasagna. It sure can. It. You can make vegetarian lasagna, though. It's just as good. You can make meatloaf. I've never, I've never been a meatloaf guy. Except the... the Artist, me love. Right in third, heading to home. He's willing to handle me. You know that uh, one? Yeah, we should see the next question. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm from Boston, or I'm, excuse me, I'm from the Boston suburbs and recently just moved to the Austin area. Welcome. Boston to Austin? Boston to Austin. I'm a huge fan of fall and cooler weather in general. Wondering what the fuck is going, <laughs> what the fuck is going on because it's 96 in mid-September and I'm just not built for this shit. Candid. Any tips on how to handle this? When does it get cold? And how have you guys adapted to the climate being from the north? Any and all would be appreciated. Okay. Yeah, he's right. It sucks. Eh, no. This is where you and I differ very much. All right, Randy. Lay out your you lay out your absolutely insane argument that this weather down here is better than up north. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like being able to just walk out of my house and not have to wear like five layers. As you clearly know, me being a, a late person, if I have to take the extra time to put on like four layers, a just, jacket? Oh, not in Chicago. In Chicago in January and February? Are you kidding me? I think a jacket is going to save you. You don't wear snow pants to work, Randy. You walk outside and your face freezes, and then you have to dig out your car and scrape it all off. It's a chore just to go to work. I, I prefer that to melting. To Literally. Melting? Yes. You get in the car after it's been in the sun it, down here for like nine months out of the year, and you melt. I am completely fine with that. Uh, it's just uh, That's just a preference thing. It just... I would much rather be hot and not be like wearing a shirt than like the Austin freeze was terrible. It was one of the worst winter experiences I've had because I had to be in my house wearing like a winter coat. <laughs> you also didn't have power. Yeah, or exactly. Water. But I'd much rather not have power and it be like 90 degrees at night than it being like zero degrees at night and not having power. No, I mean, listen. Let's just say this. Plain of Pilgrims died in the winters, oh boy. not in the summers. So there's my argument there. <laughs> More people die from from the winter in human history than from the summers. Yeah, the, uh, my case. the Germans found that out the hard way. Uh, they, yep, they did. Real, real bad. Um, okay. No, the, here's the deal. I think they met the Red Army, too. Oh, this is a man. history podcast. Now. <laughs> uh, Austin obviously has better winter than the North. Right? Or excuse me, better weather than the North. Austin in general? Austin oh, in general. Yeah. Of course. That's that, There's no debate. The people move south for a reason. 
Yes, that's why I did it. I mainly moved south because I hated the cold. And but if we're breaking it down by season, okay, so let's let's break it down here. Austin, better winter, better spring. Not even close. Landslide. Yeah, okay. I can get on board with this train of thought. The north, better summer and better fall in yeah, a landslide. Okay, I can, I can, I can get on that. So when you break it down over the course of seasons... It's it's tied two to two. Now where it makes up for it is Austin winter is so much better than yeah, northern that, winter. That's the that's the preference here. That Summer it, here isn't as bad as winter in the Correct. North. Yes. That's the tie break. Which is why Austin wins the better weather category. But give me the northern weather, like it does not it doesn't even have to be big ten weather. But like right now in upstate New York where it's the high is sixty three every day and sunny and the the nights get down to like forty three, forty four, you have to put on that nice little Hoodie at the campfire, Randy. Oh. So anyway, to answer this guy's question, uh, fall rolls in around November here, and it's here for two weeks, and then it's winter. Yeah. So I guess this, to extend this to more broad audience, if you are in the north, planning moving south, be be aware of that that you're not going to get the fall feeling weather in the fall, and it is kind of weird. Like there's two seasons. Yeah. There, there's two seasons here. It's summer and fall. And those are my favorite two seasons. It's just that they don't hit at the same time as in the north. Correct. You know, I'd even argue winter. I mean, well, hold on. The fall slash winter here is gross in a way because you you don't get. It's not like crisp fall like it is up north. Very rainy. It's like rainy and sixty five, and um, humid. It's a weird. It's like clammy, in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like there's. It can be 62, but it's cloudy, humid, and uh, like misty. And that's 50% of the days here in the fall. I will say, yeah, the, the weather in certain seasons is kind of a big deal. Like going Halloween and being like crisp is nice, but also I, I've had it be snowing on Halloween when I, I was too. like in eighth grade. And it's like, this is fucking terrible. Yep. Freshman football practice was in the snow on yeah, Halloween, which, which is, is just terrible. But. There is something I to be honest, I've voiced this before. I'm not the biggest Christmas guy. I'm a, maybe a little bit of Scrooge, maybe a little bit of a Grinch. Excuse me? But I will I would s- think you are the big no. I would think you are Buddy the Elf. No. What? I can I can get all into it about why I, I mean I don't hate it, but it's just I'm not super giddy about it. Halloween, super giddy about it. But but I will right. say moving down here and like it being like sixty or seventy degrees and like going around the neighborhoods and seeing all the like Christmas things up, I'm like, yeah, this just doesn't hit the same. It hits it so different. Yeah, it should not be in the 70s, and there that guy has an inflatable snowman in his front yard. Like, I to- it, it's, could it's very, not agree. It's more. Very weird. I think Ross Boland has opinion like people that have the reindeer antlers and like Rudolph nose, like is looks even worse in the south because it looks maybe okay in like a wintry landscape, but in a place that doesn't have snow, looks so out of place. I totally agree. I totally agree. It's oh man! It when I see, I like Chris. I love Christmas lights. So if you have Christmas lights up, I don't care if there's no snow or not. They obviously look better in the snow. But if you have Christmas lights, perfect. It's the the other decor that gets a little over the top down here with the inflatables, with the uh, the reindeer, like the light up reindeer, the, the head swivel. Those look great in the snow. Yeah, like my parents have like one, like some penguins, and whatnot, and yeah. like without snow around the penguins, it looks. 
it looks weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the blow-ups look really good with the snow. But but down here it's weird. But I love Christmas lights. Are you a white light or a colored light guy? Colored light. Okay. Yeah. I think there's a time and a place, but I'm more of a, a, a white light guy. Oh, either way. So I guess the best way to do it is uh, winter is coming. There it is. There nice. it is. Uh, and we have, it just, to, pay it's H- just later. We have to pay HBO $400,000 for you just saying that. <laughs> but it, it'll hit. But yeah, that's just something to get used to that it just extended summer. And yeah. I, I enjoy it. Yep. I, I, I don't enjoy how long it extends. Because once you get to like well, a month from now, it's still going to be 81. Love it. And I'm going to be so sick of it. Love it. And then you get two weeks of, of true fall where it's 60 and crisp. And then it goes into this weird low 60s, high 50s, gross, misty, overcast winter. And I hate it. And then one week of true winter. And then we're back all, all over again, Randy. Yeah. That, that was 17 minutes on the weather. Yeah, Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Riveting. Riveting stuff. Talk. Hey, guys. How do you deal with your significant other's past sex life? I'm in a new relationship with a girl I really like, and I have a feeling she has, quote, been around the block a time or two, end quote. None of this confirmed, but based on how we got to know each other and when we started, quote, hanging out, end quote, I just have a feeling, or I just have this feeling. Is this normal? Is it better to talk about it or just let it be and move on and focus on our relationship? You know what they say about assumptions, Randy? They make an S out of you and me. Amen. Because it spells assume. assume Correct. See? Yeah, look, there you go. Yeah. You cannot... You, you cannot go to your your current new girlfriend and be like, hey, seems like you were banging the whole street. Want to talk about it? Yeah. Uh, no. You, I, I included this question. I'm like, what? Dude, you have to. Uh, just new relationship. Okay. No, no time stamp. I continue there. Uh, then I'll present my opinion on it. I think if you're this guy. I, I I mean I I guess I understand where your head's at, but dude, you gotta like take a deep breath here and I I don't know. I just think it's a weird thing to to preconceive these notions about your girlfriend. Unless it's like yeah, unless like your friend group is like, oh yeah, this you know, she's the if you're gone through the you whole friend confirm. group type of thing, like that's that maybe that's a cause for asking her about it, but I, one good for her if she if she's all about that life, perfect. That's her that's her choice. More power to her. But it's not on you to to have like a judgment about that if you are in a relationship with her. You know, am I am I crazy? I don't know. My opinion, dumper. No, not, no, I'm not. Jeez. That was a joke. But this all comes down to the individual. Clearly, this guy wrote in because he has some type of, you know, I guess he doesn't have as an experience of a past sex life. And if someone does, that might bother him a little bit. Clearly. Like, yeah. that, that, that's something in his head. And I wonder how new it is. But if you're in a relationship with someone, relationship with someone and it's sexual, 
like to me, honesty is the best policy. And like you, you can't not have a real relationship and a sexual relationship and not talk about it and be open and like you want to know a little bit. You also don't want, but I think yeah, you don't need the play by play. You don't need the play by play, but if it's something that bothers you, that you, but you're also assuming too. Yeah. So I mean, I'm kind of rambling here. I guess it just. You should be very, very open with the person that you're with, like, and be like, all right, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Learn about the past, what you want to do in the future and all that. So to me, I don't think you just go out and right assume me like, hey, is this what's up? But, you know, after a little while, you can start getting more comfortable per- with the person and start having those types of conversations if you want. Some people just really never want to know. Yeah. But it seems like you want to know and this is going to bother you until you know. So you're so going to have to communicate at some point. Yeah, at some point you're going to have to bring this up, and I think sooner than later. I mean, I don't want to think you do it right off the bat if this is like a three-week relationship. Yeah. You don't ask her, hey, how many guys have you had sex yeah, with? Yeah, no. Like that's that's but, not how you broach that. No, but like maybe down the line you guys talk about stuff, and then maybe you bring, like bring sure. up that thing if, if they want to bring it up and you guys have that discussion. But I just think I don't I – don't, as a – you know, I, I'm trying to like, as a guy, let me mansplain. Um, I don't like whatever. Say you're like, how many how many people have you slept with? I don't care if it's one or a hundred. I don't like it's it's about the person and not necessarily their past and what they're about currently, right? Like to you, right? But clearly but to, to this, this person, to, to somebody else, that's to this different. person, this like this is something that's in the back of his head and bothering him. So. I mean, you gotta. I guess you gotta voice that at some point. I mean, that's the. What's the biggest thing we always talk about with relationships? Communication. Communication, Randy. Yeah. Every every question that we've ever answered on the Mail-In podcast could be answered in one word: yeah. communicate. So it's just yeah. It it comes down to individual. Some people don't care. Some people do care. Clearly, this is something that is bothering him, and he's going to have to face it eventually. Or it's just gonna eat away at him, and yeah, you don't want to be the. I I feel like this dude has like anxiety over this question and her yeah. past, and it it, it it feels like a, a little bit like he. If say she told him a hundred guys, yeah, like what he would what, he would freak out. Yeah, exactly. What's the number there that's like, oh, that's too many for me, like or whatnot? Then I don't know. I think you know what. I think there has to be a lot of growing maturity. Yeah. From I think this. so. I mean, but I guess each person has their different little things. Sure. I like uh, in you know any relationship I've been in. I'm I'm down to talk about people's like like my past relationships, their past relationships. I think it makes the current relationship stronger, knowing what you know. Yeah. What has happened previously? Not not number of people they've hooked up with necessarily but like um why relationships failed or what have you learned like i think it's you kind of build a more complete person and a more mature person the more you talk about what you've learned and what you how how you've grown out of relationships right so yeah. i don't know completely maybe, maybe that can be part of it you know re- history will repeat itself if you know those who are what's the quote there those, Those who, who are, are, don't learn of history are doomed to repeat or whatnot. Like, if you don't yeah. have these conversations and be open with each other, you're, it's going to fail. So I like that, Randy. Yeah. You fail to, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. 
Always be prepared. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Always be prepared. There he is. Boy Scouts of America. Okay. I was never a Boy Scout. Is this it? I don't know what the... I, I, is that Spock? No, that's the Boy Scout thing. You know what? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Pretty sure that's the Boy Scout. That looks like a peace sign. I'm, I'm just putting the two fingers up together. Or maybe that's the mocking Jay from Hunger Games. I don't know. We can yeah, move on try. to the next question. No, we're, we'll just move on to Liquid IV. How's that sound, Randy? That sounds perfect to me. <laughs> Liquid IV has been an integral part of my summer. Much like Butcher Bars, honestly. But Liquid IV has been there with me every step of the way, Randy. I don't care whether it's waking up after a, maybe a long night out. Pop a Liquid IV. Help the hangover out. Maybe it's after a, uh, a workout or before a workout. Do the matcha energy blend because I can't, I can't take pre-workout because I, I have a kidney disease. Hmm. So I have to do different stuff. So I, I hit the matcha energy blend. That's my pre-workout. Post-workout, I'm doing just regular liquid IV to recover and, and uh, rehydrate. And then how about on Saturday morning, I have a little tickle in my throat. That's when I'm doing the liquid IV immune support. They got you covered no matter what day of the week, no matter what you're doing, no matter whether you feel great or shitty. Liquid IV has got you covered. Making hydration a priority helps us feel healthier on a day-to-day basis and fuels us to be our highest potential. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Not only that, but the product tastes great with flavors like watermelon, strawberry, lemon, lime. Sounds like summer, doesn't it, Randy? You had the pina colada one? Yes, I, I love liquid IV. Uh, phenomenal. Do you know why they're able to do this? CTT. Cellular transport technology, correct? Yes, sir. The optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. Right? Love it. Love it's it. the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and effectively than water alone. And they're on a mission to change the world. The company's donating 4 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. They've uh, donated over 11 million servings globally. You know what I did the other day? You drank some liquid IV? I put liquid IV in a little vodka soda. Ooh. So I flavored my drink with liquid IV. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that, but I did, and it was awesome. Well, they have great flavors, so I can see They do. Why. They what, do. What was your flavor? Lemon lime. That, that, I think that pairs well. A little lemon-lime vodka soda, liquid IV. I was hydrating while I was drinking, literally while I was drinking. That's what Nobody I call it, efficiency. Sees efficiency. Efficiency. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off. You go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order, and you get better hydration today using promo code MAILIN at liquidiv.com. How about a voicemail, Randy? Let's do it. But uh, Hey, Brett and okay. guests, got a question for you here. So I am the best man in a wedding for my best friend from college in about two months. The maid of honor is my most recent ex, who I dated in college a little bit. Uh, casual drunk hookups, nothing more, never met her family. Um, and my girlfriend, who will be attending the wedding, does not like the fact that my ex is the maid of honor and then I am the best man. So in order to smooth things over, the bride graciously invited my girlfriend to the bridal shower, and they got to meet each other, they got to know each other, um, 
uh, I thought everything went really well. And I was told that everything went really well. So I'm wondering what else I can do to ease her mind because ultimately I don't think it sits well with her, which, I mean, I get it. I understand it, but like, help me out here. I'm in a tough spot and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll shut up and listen. Thanks. Oh boy. I, before we listened to this actually before and well, oh boy, but I gotta say right off the top, what a just great move from the bride here. They, she didn't have to do that. What do you mean? It, like inviting the girlfriend over to the bridal shower specifically to smooth things over between oh. them. Like what a, what a, like the bride didn't have to do that. What a yeah, just like a sneaky little like pro move. Yeah, because that's because a, a good like amazing. He is the best man, so obviously there's a tight relationship. Yes. I think best man maybe groomsman gets that sort of potential perk. But good on her for for playing that card, right? That's because she didn't have to. No. Well, this is interesting. Yeah, this is this is. I, by the way, I like I like this call where it it sounded like he was he like told he was like with his girlfriend or his fiance and um, he like went out he was like I babe I gotta make the call like I gotta go outside and he was like pacing around his patio. He's so defeated. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he is. He's like out of breath. Like, yeah, he's like, I don't know what to do. Oh, he has definitely talked about this with his other friends and whatnot, and he's he's just calling us to see what our our opinion is. We're his last hope, Randy. Yeah. And I mean, but let me pull you Star Wars Episode Five and give you a new hope. How about that? How about that, Randy? Episode Four. What? <laughs> a New Hope? Yeah. Is Episode Four? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> episode Five is Empire Strikes Back. Golly, it's not as gronious. Or gronious. Whatever. You can you can leave it gronious in. <laughs> is it gronious? <laughs> Goodness. As uh, Dylan saying that. Feller from Star Wars referring to C-3PO the other day. C-3PO. Yep, that was a perfect... Anyways, getting back to the question. (laughs) uh, Because when we were originally listening to this, it was like, I'm the best man and my girlfriend's not ecstatic about the maid of honor. We both like said to each other, tough shit. Like, 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 oh, it's the bride. You're not going to not tell the best man can't go. And then explain the situation a little bit more. It was like, oh, okay, there's there's more to this. But, I mean, you're going to go to the wedding. You're going to have a good time. It's just, I think it's going to be an awkward thing. And you just, you can ease her mind as much as you want. She's not, th- her mind is never eased in this situation. This this is kind of goes back to the, the guy that wrote in about, like, the past, like, hookups and stuff. Like, yeah. some people... Just really, like an ex really bothers them in a relationship, and I don't know if there's that's more of a personal thing, and that she'll just have to deal with. I mean, yeah, just, there's nothing. There, no matter how much you assuage her fears over anything, like you're not gonna hook up with this the the maid of honor at a wedding. Obviously, it honestly didn't even seem like it was that serious. No, it was college he, stuff. Yeah, he said that was like a couple casual hookups. So, but and, I. I just this this poor guy, he's he's done nothing wrong, right? No, he doesn't know how to talk. He doesn't know how to tell his girlfriend like, please just deal with it. We're not like we're not hooking up. You're coming to the wedding with me. We're gonna have like fun. If anything, he's trying to do everything right. Yeah, he's, he's trying to be. This poor a good guy's guy. trying to be a great guy. He is, yeah, and his girlfriend. That, is, explain it to her that way that you're just being a great guy, and that I'm just trying. I'm trying to make everybody happy. <laughs> tell here. tell her how happy she should be with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that'll go away, go around smoothly. I mean, you just I don't know, just don't 
outwardly like dance with her at the wedding yeah. or whatnot. Just be, pay attention. She's gonna, she's gonna have her eyes glued. Go go on a nice nice date maybe before the week of just. Oh, and, yeah, just, and just like and get a like feeling like how are you feeling about this? I know that this is something that bothers you. I was told everything was good from the bridal shower, but go on a nice date and you just hey, communication. Yeah, communication. A lot we, we discussed this in a previous episode about like a, a a really close friend at work. The best way to get your girlfriend or significant other to like let her guard down a little bit and bring her spring fears down. This this is guys and girls is to introduce them to these people and like let them build a relationship mm-hmm. because that then once they're on the same page and once they know each other it's it's not so scary anymore right like so i just know walking down the aisle best man oh yeah made of honor, made of honor. To, oh to yeah together daggers daggers just just don't <laughs> don't look at your girlfriend for that that one. Oh yeah and the uh when they come into the reception and they have to do their intro thing oh boy oh boy maybe just keep that Maybe just keep that, uh, run, you know, standard. Don't try to do too, get too creative with that one. Speaking of which, oh boy, this is, I mean, this is going off just in intros. Um, I have a wedding coming up next weekend. So okay, are not, you doing an intro? Not as in tomorrow, but I'm, I'm standing up in it. Okay. And ever since that you one guy, stand up? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I'm gonna do for my my walk in. Ever since that one guy, I think it was a mail in, or I think it was circling back, said that he just does the. The uh, the bullfighter. Didn't you do the matador yeah, already? I did that. Oh, I done okay. that the past two weddings. I st- stood oh, up with. They, you can't run that back. Exactly, especially because this wedding I'm going to will be a lot of the same people from the first wedding I did to where I almost knocked over the cake. Yes. So do I yes. need something new? Yeah, of course you I do. Need you something can't, new. You can't do the matador again. I don't know what to do. People look at me like, oh, you're the creative guy. You should be able to know. I don't know what to do. I don't want to do some weird dance. It's always awkward. You can't do a dance. You have to do like a, I don't know. I, the last time I did that, I hit the whoa with a with flowers. Whoa, it was just dumb. I I I'm not a big like. And here's the groomsman number six, Randy Trembecky and his date Amanda. While the Bulls intro plays, yeah, that's every single sh- that's every single Chicago. No, no, that's uh, I'm talking more of the, the, the like, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get ready to rumble. Your Chicago Bulls, and it's uh, you know, the intro, you know. I don't know the intro. You have to do it. I can, I can, I can play. I'll play. No, it no, no, no. You have to do it. You have to sing it. I can't even remember. You like, can't remember the Chicago Bulls intro, Randy. It's, it's very like, very Indiana of you. I, I, I can't like just do 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 it. Why, why not? <laughs> anyway, you can't do 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 a Jot Jam song. We can literally. We grew up doing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it for you. I'm gonna play right, it for you. All right, all right. Bear with me, listeners. While Randy finds this freaking it, well, intro. Well, there's an, there's an ad playing too, so we're going to just keep on talking. Yep. But I guess, fill, I, air, air, air time here. Fill, fill that space, We'll Randy. just go back to the question and I don't know, just try to ease it as much as possible. <laughs> is, is, the best, is the best way as possible. See, there's no real good here. She's going to be upset. Here's and, my... Okay. Oh, serious. Alan Parsons Project. You can't ladies do... Ladies and gentlemen. You can't do to do this... Like you did that, just crush that. If you did that, I'd be like, "Oh, I know that one." But that's like every single wedding, like in Chicago Land, everyone comes into that song. We did that for high school hockey a couple times. I mean, it gets you going. It does. It gets you ready to go. That plus, the New York Rangers do Baba O'Reilly, the Who. Ooh. And when the arena's like dark and that that sucker comes on, oh my god. 
Electric. Pablo Riley. Was that? I can't remember which CSI that was. CSI, CSI New York, CSI so there's, Miami. There's 14 CSIs. There's, there's like four. CSI New Orleans at this point. Is New Orleans there? doesn't deserve a no, CSI. No, I believe, I believe that's NCIS. Oh, my God. So please get it right. What's the difference? Well, NCIS is the crime uh, like investigative team for the Navy, okay. I, I believe, and, and CSIs for the police department, detectives and whatnot. <sighs> Network TV, man. Very rust belt of me. <laughs> uh anything else on this guy um uh, good luck dude yeah good luck i hope don't we... don't lean into it by joking about it at the uh at the dinner like i would and yes. it would inevitably cause a rift for the rest of the night well to be honest Uh-oh. he's probably gonna be at the wedding table oh yeah you guys are sitting well, you two literally people, two people over from yes, her yes only between her and them will be the bride and groom when you have you ever have you brought a date to the wedding table before uh, what do you mean? Like, have you been a groomsman who gets a plus one, who sits at the wedding table and has brought a date? No. Okay. But I am, in the weddings that I'm not standing up in, I'm usually sat with the people that are dates, or people that are being set set up. So I guess this is a good thing. If it's at the wedding, yep. that she's still feeling a little, like, uneasy about it, you just need to tell one of your boys that isn't standing up, that's probably sitting at dinner, like, to just joke around and have fun and, like, and include her in the conversation. Yeah, lean I mean, on your lean on your boys. Yeah, you know, you don't lean don't make it their me. problem, but be like, yeah, you know, she's a little like uneasy about the whole situation between me and Mary. I'm assuming Mary is uh, the maid of honor. That's the name I have assigned to her. Just if you could, just include her in the conversation. Okay, Randy, I like that. Oh, yeah. My point point of that for me was that when I've been a groomsman and brought a plus one to weddings. We've sat across from each other at the the wedding table, so it's like the groomsmen and bridesmaids are all on one side, and the dates are on the other side. Oh, okay. I've never seen that. Okay, well, so I guess the big unique. point of this question is: if anyone has any good uh, wedding standing up intros when walking in being announced, please, <laughs> please hit me up. I have, a, I have a week. <laughs> he has a week to practice. He needs the routine down. Just do the elf routine from uh, the Buddy the Elf dances. Like the one in the coffee in the mailroom? Yeah. Ah, ah. I used to be able to do that. <laughs> hey, mail-in crew. How do I go about supporting a friend and their small business when I don't like their product? <laughs> in our friend group, one of our buddies has started a coffee company in his spare time as a side gig. This isn't like a coffee shop that he owns. He sells to a couple churches and some local business that will have coffee in a waiting area. He's always asking us to buy from him and help support his company. It's all he ever talks about at this point. Don't get me wrong. I love supporting small local business and try to buy from them over big stores all the time. But honestly, his coffee just isn't good. He always tells us that we don't understand what it takes to run a small business whenever we ask him to play golf or watch the the game somewhere. How do we support him doing this? I really want him to be successful, but at the same time, just tell him to shut up about his coffee for five minutes. Then we aren't going to buy it because none of us like it, but in a gentler way. (laughs) Just a few more details about my friend that has the coffee company. We've all bought from him in the past. I've done it the most just to support him, but I couldn't justify it any longer. His coffee is really expensive on top of not being very good. Okay. Anything (laughs) Anything more? I think I have the perfect solution here. Send me the at of the guy whose small business it is 
And I'm just going to copy and paste what you just said to us. I'm going to send it to him. <laughs> yeah, let, let Randy be the arbiter of, of truth. <laughs> yeah, because I see you have your, your thoughts very concise. It's just that you don't know how to bridge it of like, I that is, uh, that is an interesting one. Do you have uh, any thoughts right off the top? I, well, what I do is I default to like my friends and our our podcasts. Oh yeah, it's, it's like this is very similar to yeah. my be like it's like hey, I listen, I really appreciate the sport. You don't you don't have to listen every week if you don't want to. Oh like, no, mine's the opposite. I'm like, hey, you should give it a listen, then yeah. they never do. Well, my all to their credit, all my friends do listen. And a couple are like listener listeners now. Shouts to uh shouts to Christian, shouts to Johnny, shouts to Matt. Christian and Matt or John are like they have like circling back like They'll ask me about the episode and stuff. It's it's awesome. And Matt listens to the mail-in, and Christina listens to the mail-in. I have a lot of people that are like, oh, this is actually kind of, like, quote, good, yeah. and I'm going to keep listening to it, which is fun. But a lot of them are just like, oh, yeah, dude, I'll I'll listen. If we're giving shout-outs, shout-outs, uh, Jason, my roommate. He he listens to all the oh, podcasts. Oh, shout-out, Jason. He's a good dude. Shout-out, yeah. Jason. Uh, and then Adam and Ronnie, I think, would be the only ones that listen. Maybe they'll listen. Shout-out to you guys. How about your you brothers, dude? They listen. Uh, They only listen to the things that I'm on. Okay. So. Well, I mean, on. one brother only listens. Okay, okay. The other one doesn't. Uh, in this guy's situation, I think you just have to tell him, look, dude, like, I appreciate what you're doing. We've all bought from you, man, and we'll buy again. Just, I, I'm not going to do it every day. And, like, maybe, like, why do, you, why, why do you love doing this in the first place? It's not very good. Somebody has to be honest with him, right? Like, your your boy is throwing, I'm sure, what a lot of money at this, mm-hmm. and at yeah. some point it's like, dude, I I gotta I gotta be real with you. How he probably, successful he probably, is it? He probably wants more feedback. Exactly. Like yeah. if we we're in a small business and we appreciate any feedback we get because it helps us grow and helps us pivot away from things that aren't good, right? Like yeah. He he probably would appreciate the feedback after being a little bummed out to begin with. Be like, hey, your coffee's bitter as fuck, dude. I think like you need, we we got to change that up. Yeah, I think you need a a diet intervention is the best way to put it. This isn't like a intervention like, hey, you need to you know, get diet off the drugs. It's like, hey, like we're all gonna like go get drinks, and then like everyone in the group knows that you're gonna bridge up the topic, and like so everyone's prepared. Mm-hmm. It might blindside them a little bit. But like it's over drinks and it's like something casual being like, to be honest, like I'm not the biggest fan of the blend that you use, how you like in it, like ask, be very involved and like into his thing. Cause this guy just, that's all he wants to talk about. Yeah. Literally, clearly. Uh, so constantly brings it up. So just have a long, just one long conversation about it. Say what you think, have other people think, mm-hmm. and then. You know, hopefully he actually grows and becomes successful. But until you do that, he's just going to keep bringing it up and it's just going to keep annoying you. Yeah, it's honesty time. Yeah. It's diet intervention time, as Randy said. Diet intervention. Do you know what could be a problem with this coffee? What? It might run right through you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's not very good. And also... And what do you do for the cleanup there? You need a tushy, Randy. Oh, man. You need a tushy. Tushy is the modern bidet company that washes away even the messiest of dumps, leaving you with a better clean than toilet paper alone. You have that coffee? That was a much better segue. You have some enchiladas (laughs) that aren't sitting right, Randy? Lasagna. Lasagna, maybe, that's not doing, doing well? You need a tushy. Is your butt clean enough to sit on the couch naked? No? Get a tushy. 
the modern bidet that attaches directly to your toilet in under 10 minutes. Doesn't require any, any fancy plumbing, no weird electricity. It's just there for you when you need it, Randy. Here's the deal. Here's the features. One, washes your bum with water for better clean than toilet paper. Obviously. Obviously. You wipe with toilet paper, fine. But you ever think about like if a bird poops on your arm, are you just going to wipe it with a, with a paper towel and let it, let it be? No, you're using, you're using water. Yeah, you're, you're wiping that down with, with some, some dampness mm-hmm. to get everything. Mm-hmm. Why don't we use that for our butt? Well, I, not, I mean, yeah. you can. Yeah, you can. But just like that common sense alone is like, oh, uh, I'm getting a tushy. Boom, done. Washing with water is less irritating and more soothing for your b-hole. It's easy to install, like I said. It attaches to the toilet in under 10 minutes with no electricity or plumbing needed. Plus, using a tushy bidet reduces your toilet paper use by 80%, saving you cash. Probably helping. Not only does it help you clean better, it saves you money. Yeah. Imagine what you do with that money. With all those smackaroos. Buy that dude's shitty coffee. (laughs) Tushy has a full product line to make the restroom the best room, including the Tushy Ottoman, which is the sleekest toilet stool designed to help you poop at 100%, 100% of the time. Rated number one by the wire cutter. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but... Oh, and the new uh, the new Tushy brush. The only toilet brush with disposable scrubbing pads, so you can use a clean brush every single time. You know what? Why isn't that more common? What? D- that is something that's just very disgusting. Just the, the toilet brush that just sits there yeah, after you use it? I agree. Disposable? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Shouts to Tushy. Start washing with a Tushy bidet for a better clean. Go to hellotushy.com slash mail-in to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for my listeners at hellotushy.com slash mail-in for 10% off. After you buy and install your Tushy, show it off. Tag them at at hellotushy on Instagram. That might just be the most logical product I've ever heard. Right? That common sense alone is like, oh, yeah, yeah I need yeah. I need it's some water down there. makes sense. I need some water. I need a disposable toilet brush. Yeah, why? Yeah. Randy, you know the segment Shower Thoughts? I do. Speaking of water, do you have a shower thought for this week? Yes, I do. All right, hit me. <laughs> so my shower thought, <laughs> Fred already knows what it is. It is, um, technically, you could feasibly... Okay. Go trick or treating every year if you really want to. Oh boy. Not to pe- like even your you could be in your forties. As long as you wear a full costume head to toe, like a scream mask with like the cloak and like you crouch down, you could go get free candy. <laughs> you could crouch down. See, yeah, it'd be you'd have to find a different thing or like you'd have to shuffle in, but I mean, to be honest, no one's going to see a short person in a co- anything if you crouch down. Like, maybe you crouch down and you have, like, a big box that's tainted, like painted uh, silver, and you're, like, a robot, and you have a robot head. And, like, so you really crouch down. just looks like you're a kid with, like, a big thing. You could go get free candy. No one's going to think that that's a 40-year-old in a robot costume. Why don't you just enlist the help of a, t- a nine-year-old Why don't you, you, uh, for hire? There's nine-year-olds are hired to give me. I don't gonna know. Run, they're going to take a percentage. Go with, if, if go with good salesman. I bet you. I bet you. Dylan would love to have you come along with Parks. Oh, and I say, and I'm like, I get twenty percent. Yeah, candy. and you get a cut. Did your uh, Did your parents ever be like, all right, I need to take? My dad would always like take half of my peanut M and M's. No, they didn't. They didn't take the. They didn't take a cut. They just got hammered, walking with other parents did around you, the neighborhood. Did you sort your candy? Of course. Yeah. And then you made trades. Yep. Yep. Love doing that. 
Did you use a pillowcase or were you like a oh, pillowcase? Guy? Yeah, pillowcase oh, was for sure. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, no, just as, you checked for razor blades too. Remember that? Yeah, yeah I remember that. But like, it, it's 2006. We don't. There's no razor blades in our candy. The, the problem, the 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 solution to this shower thought is, if you're like in your 30s or 40s, you should probably just have enough money to go out and buy Halloween candy for yourself and not have to go do the work. Right, of Randy. Walking around and doing that. Oh but my god. I, it was just more like you feasibly could do it, and no one would know that you did it. <laughs> I would never do it. It, was just it a, sounds like you've thought clearly about I've, this. I've shower thought about it. You've shower thought about it, which is like <laughs> so. It was one of those it's more or less daydreaming. Just one of those. Hmm. 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 I could get away with trick or treating if I really wanted to. Yeah, that's that, that's what I daydream about. Not that I get away with murder or like a bank robbery. No, nope. if I really wanted to, you get, get away with trick or treating. Get away with it. I still don't know how you do it. I don't think you do get away with it. I don't trust your crouch method, and I also don't say when you when you go up alone to a door, you say trick or treat. No, no, no. Uh, we, we we were talking about this. I mean, and this one, I mean, I could probably go online right now and look up a soundbite of some a kid saying trick or treat, and all I have to do is do that and say thank you, and then you're gonna play a recording of a child yeah, saying see, trick see, or now, treat. See, that's when it gets a little weird. <laughs> and then, like, are you gonna say thank you, or is the child? Gonna no, say you're gonna thank have you? a separate recording that says thank you. And if they ask, like, oh, how are you having your night? Or, like, what, what or, are you? What are you, a robot? You just you play coy and shy. Like, hmm. <laughs> I, I think there's holes in this, Randy. Like the two eye holes in your ghost costume. There's holes in this plan. Well, it's not going to work. People are going to call you out. Be like, dude, what, what are you doing? <laughs> dude, dude, what are you doing? Do do? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Sir, please leave. Yeah. Or you can say you're proxy trick or treating for some, like, child who can't go tonight what if it's just investigative journalism like are you hello fellow you're, you're chris hansen on this thing no i i'm, I'm thinking more of the uh was a was a reese witherspoon when she went back to high school is that is that the actress in that movie what, what maybe i just know that they made a pair 21 jump street yeah that i mean that's the same yeah that's like the same concept 21 jump streeting Trick or Nightmare treating. on Elm Street. It's called 21 Nightmare on Elm Street. Boom. We're making a series and we're going to do it. I'm going to have that Adam was, follow me around with, with, a, with a video. That was a, that was a wild ride. Good luck with your trick or treating, Randy. I'm, I'm probably just going to buy Halloween candy there myself. I have money. Um, I have a shower thought. This relates back to moving. Mm -hmm. You know what the three best words in moving are, Randy? What are they? Revision to estimate. I don't feel like those are good. No, they, it's like, oh, it didn't cost as much as we thought. It, we actually took an hour less than the estimate. Nope, guess what? How about two and a half more? Yeah, yikes. Apparently, I have a long walk from my freight elevator to my apartment. I've done it. It is, it is long. That's that corporate at this company that I won't name because I don't want to flame them or give them business clocked the walk from the moving truck to my apartment door. Got his steps in. He, he timed it out. Timed it. Then said, okay, that time multiplied by the number of trips estimated to take, we have to add that to your estimate, which was over an hour. Yeah, sucks. My move was double what I was quoted. Yeah. I think that I have a right to be very, very, very mad. Okay. 
So this is more of a steam shower than a this shower. This is a thought. steam shower thought. Oh, like I steamed the other day about recycling. That's a that's that's all I have on that. So I guess, in your opinion, with how much you spent, I'm not going to ask the actual dollar amount. Yep. Was it still worth getting the movers over doing it yourself with a buddy? Yes, because I would still be moving. Okay. If that was the case, yes. it is worth it. Because it's it, one of those. It's like it's a priceless thing, where. I I don't know. What would have been the breaking point of like oh, I'll just do it myself because I could I couldn't I would have to rent a U-Haul I would I would my couch I don't know how I would get that up three flights of stairs There's a lot of things that I wouldn't be able to do unless I had probably two buddies yeah. and dollies and all the all the rest sneakily mattresses are the hardest ones the, yeah the newer the mattress and the softer and floppy are. They're they're the worst thing to get up and down I the agree. stairs. I agree. You need multiple dollies, and then you need to get them up the stairs, and it's tough. Yeah. So, that being said, still worth it, but you're still kind of pissed. Worth it, but yeah. pissed at the like, if you're gonna give me a, a quote like that, I sign, not an estimate, a quote, with an invoice. Do not change that. Like you should come out and and. Or, or ask me ahead of time, hey, what's the walk from your, your door to your freight elevator? D- build that in so I have a chance to go to other people and get a better quote. Start doing that to our for our advertisers, being like, actually, this ad read took a little bit longer than we thought it was going to be and took up some airtime, so we're going to have to charge you more. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> it, it was crazy. And the guy's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, we're really sorry here. You didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, yeah, but like... You guys did. You didn't get enough information ahead of time on the walk. It's my my items were correct. Everything was correct. The square footage was all perfect. The walk was not asked about. So like I had to sign over a new quote on the spot. So, and I was like I I could literally say no and take the old quote, but I'm a nice guy. I was I don't know. I was mad at that, Randy. I I deservedly so. And that's just one of those one of those a little adult things that sucks. Yep. And on the same note, I don't know how to handle myself around movers because you're not allowed to help. Oh, yeah. No, any person that's doing work in your in your apartment, in your domicile, n- never never know what to do. Just, I don't do know I what to do with my hands. Watch? Do I, is it like rude if I'm in another room watching TV? Like, I have no idea. I sat on do. my patio for like three hours. You know what I might start doing? What's that? I might start being like, hey, can you teach me? Well, I'm a handy guy, and I like to learn more and solve that. But like, hey, can you just explain exactly what you're doing? If they're doing that, well, I guess moving, you can't really. They be were like, just, yeah, well, we're lifting this thing. And yeah, they were picking away. up, and picking up, and putting down. Is well, what they I guess were doing. like I had someone like service my cable recently. That's that's different. Mainly, yeah. I could be like, hey, like, so what are you doing there? You're checking the signal. How's that all work? Like, if a plumber comes, I can like say, what's going on here, and just try to learn a little bit more. Okay, but otherwise, yeah, no idea what to do. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting. I was like. And at some point, Randy, I don't know if I can say this, I did start helping because the clock was getting ridiculously long. So I paid for movers that I ended up helping. Literally bringing things down to the moving truck. Well, don't have to tell you. I don't know. You like the new place though, right? Love it. Great place. I'll come by sometime. Swing by. I'll do it again. I'll, when when move I move again? again, when I move again, I will use movers. Yeah. I have to. Okay. I have too much stuff now. We've talked about this. I'm I'm now in the age of movers. Yeah. We, I mean, for sure, me and Jason saved a lot of money yeah. by not getting movers. But uh, the 
like we started really packing the U-Haul at like one o'clock and we weren't done till like 10 or 11 was, and even the next two days, I still had to go back and do more moving with my own car. It was just, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Moving sucks. Moving sucks. Movers make it less sucky until the end of the movers. And you're like, oh, that sucks. Anyway, that's enough about my move. I'll shut up about it. I'm just excited to be in a new place. I feel you. Randy, that'll do it for today. You have a good time? I had a great time. Thank you for hopping on. In conclusion of the Mail-In Podcast, subscribe, rate five stars, review, and tell a friend. Hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail-In Podcast. Randy, where can the people find you? They can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Maybe I'll be posting Wow. All at, at Randy Trembecki. R-A-N-D-Y-T-R-E-M-B-A-C-K-I. Also follow hard, at Hardly Working on Instagram. There it's my go. meme page that I'm doing. Uh, yeah, and a quick update to uh, the, the, the Boy Scout salute. It is the same exact one as the Mockingjay one in, uh, in Hunger Games. It's literally the same. I wonder if there's royalties being exchanged there. Very interesting. You never All know. Right, that's it for me. All right, Randy, that'll do it. Uh, have a great weekend to everybody out there, and we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.